Welcome to Popcorn Culture, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of entertainment, media, and all things pop culture. I'm your host, Buzzy B, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my co-host, Jazzy J. Together, we'll be exploring the latest trends in movies, TV shows, music, and more. As entertainment enthusiasts and pop culture fanatics, we've made it our mission to bring you the most engaging and insightful conversations around. Jazzy J brings her unique perspective and humor to the table, and her love for all things pop culture is contagious. From analyzing the latest blockbusters to discussing the hottest TV shows, Jazzy J and I will be your guide through this exciting and ever-changing landscape. What? So, sit back, grab some popcorn, and join us on this wild ride through the world of pop culture. Let's get started. Wow. Wow, Ben. Thank you for that <laughs> introduction. Oh, my gosh. I was, I, I honestly, 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 um, honestly, I feel like you're, you're to thank for it, sort of. A little, of. yeah. I, I was surprised as I opened my show notes today that instead of my typical intro, there were uh, approximately four paragraphs to read. It was a lot. It was a lot more people listening at home were like, is this the right podcast? I don't know. I know, yeah. It's like, uh, this since when is Jazzy J right? a her? Did they get bought? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we did not. Um, I was playing around with uh, chat GPT earlier today, as you do. It's, like, so, it's so fun. It is, it, it's definitely like one of those things where every time I think it's going to not be fun anymore, I will go and reopen it and be like, Dang it, I'm having a good time again. <laughs> I know, I know. So I was uh, asking it, like, if it could write a intro for my podcast, Popcorn Culture. I'm the host, Buzzy B, and I need to introduce my co-host, Jazzy J. And okay. so that's what it came back with, uh, complete with the, just a full... Uh, paragraph just about you talking about me. <laughs> I know. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it was a, you know, got to make sure we have the big. The I know. Big intro I was like, this. This is a pretty good, just like boilerplate intro. It's not bad, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like it feels like this could be like our our description on the like like when you open the podcast on like a like a yeah. you know. I think we just leave the hers in there. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's what the AI said. So it must be it, true. It must be true. It, it must be right. But the reason I was playing around with it was because. Um, uh, this earlier this week, Beth was like uh, my wife. Beth was trying to uh, suggest some different video ideas for like the Jay versus Ben over on the main Super Carlin Brothers channel. Yeah, like basically Jay versus Ben versus AI. Yeah, like yeah. Can't, like if we just do the trivia, but also ask the question to Chat GPT, like can it get it right? Right, and stuff like that. So um, she was trying to do that, and then she was like, I wonder if you could like like have it write a theory or something and then you guys like try and poke holes in it or something. Oh you know? yeah. That's so, kind of fun. but, um, she was all just sort of saying these things you're coming up with these ideas without having ever used chat GPT. So she wasn't really sure like what its capabilities were, which are pretty extraordinary. They if you, if are. You've never used it, it's, it's kind of mind blowing. Oh, I know she like, uh, cause she used to be a teacher. So one of the things she did was like, could you write a lesson plan for like main point and including details for third graders? And it was just like, just 15 point lesson plan for you. Ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to go. And she was like, wow, that was really fast. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. man, what man. I know. Yeah. It's like on the one hand, it's always like that is impressive and so useful. And then you're also just like, it's, it's like scary, but then like you could just use it. Like, you know, you can, you can adjust it. You don't have to do exactly what it says or anything. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It, I, I think the, I think the underlying like, like worry for me is like now Beth as a teacher may know how accurate that lesson plan is. Like, like she is capable of assessing because she has written her own lesson plans before. Right. So she might read it and be like, wow, this is really good. Except like, you know, in this case, like, like they got Jazzy J's pronouns wrong. Right. You know, yeah. for example. So it's like, but the question would almost be, um, 
if if like we got far enough along in our dependence on it yeah whether or not we would think to question it that is exactly right because like right now like the the like version i feel like of looking stuff like this up is to go to google and be like you know, or, or and to like ask it a question right and right. then it will give you answers and you can sort of like source check it based on like how many of the results are the same and does everyone agree and it can point you to another link but like a lot of times google is pretty good about just like the top result being like you know oh here's the answer and then here's like a short paragraph and then there's a ton of links yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it, and it seems like these two things must be having like having been coming to a head for a long time yes like the uh like google giving you sort of that like top answer like that that top block of information like um like one of the ones i did recently was like can you use dog waste as like part <laughs> of your compost for gardening for oh, example right sure and actually good or bad example depending on how you want to look at the the conversation that we're having here but the top little box was like in fact you can like blah 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 and then like if you continue to like read into like gardening forums and stuff like that it's like it does it seems like maybe you can't um oh, is, is no. actually the right. answer and Uh-oh. i was like i was like oh this is interesting because this, this is, is like one of those where normally <laughs> i would trust you know that top that top blurb you know like who is the main right. who is the main actor in castaway for example and if it popped up and was like the main actor in castaway is tom hanks i'd be like okay yeah like um, yeah i got it right um you know but uh this this was like kind of interesting because it because it wasn't maybe dead on or maybe there's some more nuance to that, it it sounds like something where it's like it's possible if your dog consumes this kind of diet but it's always possible that they'll just have eaten something you're unaware of and that could carry a bacteria that'll destroy your compost or, you know yes exactly can, yep yeah yep, you're you're pretty much nailing the head right yeah there. that yeah. seems like yeah what what would happen and then you're like well now i don't know either way so i know <laughs> i guess <laughs> this was useful this is ultimately yeah. what i was left with yeah yeah so so anyway another great so the reason um i, I thought it would be fun to have some like chat gpt stuff today is because when beth was first getting on her like first question she asked was like do you know who the super carlin brothers are and it came back and it's like oh yeah the super carlin brothers are these like deep dive people on youtube jonathan is you know this and ben is that and you know gave like a little blurb like from any about us sure page on the internet and then her next follow-up question was who was jonathan's wife Oh my gosh. And I think she like doesn't know about me. Can it like can ChatGPT tell you about me, Jonathan's wife? And I felt like quite certain it was either going to be like I don't know personal details or it was going to say Jonathan Carlin married his wife Beth and you know and get the correct answer. Right. Like I mean after all like you guys have like the the vlog which you yeah. know came after your wedding but like right. certainly there's like a like a like Roanoke Times announcement or something like that. Like something it could scour that would know or even just the years of being like on the internet as much as we are that this is just otherwise well-known information but so i'm assuming that means that it did not come back oh man ben it could not have been more wrong and it was it was so it was wrong in just the funniest way possible really okay oh my gosh let me read you the answer okay this is the question from beth who was jonathan's wife jonathan carlin's wife is anna brisbane she's also known by her online pseudonym brizzy voices and is a popular youtuber actress and voiceover artist she has lent her voice to various projects including star versus the force of evil miraculous ladybug and fairy tale anna brisbane and jonathan carlin got married in 2018 <laughs> What? I know. What a, I wonder if all those accolades about shout out to Brizzy, by the way. Shout out to Brizzy, yeah. Um I wonder if all of those are actually accurate about Brizzy. They like are the not. Thing, the, the, they're not. They are not. Oh my gosh. Okay. No. So it seems like it seems like the waters must have gotten very muddy somewhere. I know. I'm like it was like it's 
I could not believe the inaccuracy of the of the response because like it's extremely public that who I'm married to. Right. And like it's like we I think we've been on and are on Brizzy and Tessa's podcast like twice. I'm not even sure if they're still doing it. I don't know if they like, are, but I know that also we we've had we've had Brizzy on. We've had Vinca her Jay on Ben, possibly in 2018, which is what I was going to say. We that, were at oh, you're right. I think it was in VidCon of 2018. I think um, she was on the show then. And then um, like we met her in New York once for like a Harry Potter trip. Oh yeah, she was also invited to. Right. So like we, I think we have you know. We've met her like twice and we've been on shows with her twice, but like that's about it. Other than like, you know, we're, we're just sort of like content creator buddies. Yeah, I so, know. Like, yeah. How right. on earth did it source that? Um, apparently we're married. So I guess I just have like a secret wife out there. I was a surprise to me. I, yeah, Very I, I, secret yeah, of wife. Of course. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. No, no kidding. Um, no, that it's so interesting too, because I could even see there being a situation where like, if this information would pop up and it would be like, like who, who, you know, who is Jonathan Carlin or the super Carlin brothers married to and it like would pop up and it would be like, um, not that you guys have at any point in time had like a like a romantic anything. Okay, no. <laughs> but um like I could I could see someone who literally has no idea like seeing like connecting dots with like, oh, like they're both sort of like fandom content creators. Right. And like that making sense. But otherwise, yeah, like that is so because usually like whenever you you come up with this stuff, it's like I like as blown away as I usually am by this like AI chatbot and like what it's capable of doing. A lot of times I feel like I can still fundamentally understand what it has done right. at the most base level, yeah. which is using aggregated information about questions that are frequently asked. And, and, and it's literally basically like Googling something for you it is largely like what, what answers the questions. So the, the, my, my Tom Hanks, you know, example uh, would literally just be like, like you could type into chat GBT like, you know, who is the star of the film Castaway? And, Wilson. And Wilson, yes. Yeah. Good, point. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, real unsung <clears throat> hero. Um, but uh, typically I feel like you could have just typed the exact same thing into Google, Google and gotten the exact same answer. Right. So I would be curious, like, did you Google yourself to see, like, if it knew, like, if you said, like, who oh, is Jonathan Oh, I did not Harlan? Google it, no. Because that would be interesting Ooh, if, right. if for some reason it would be showing up that way as well. Like, mostly I think the the interesting thing to me is the mystery of it. It's like, yeah, like, what, what would have aligned these dots? Because... It doesn't seem it doesn't seem like the source material that AI would need to pull from should be there. Let's see. Da, 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 da. I mean, if you just type in who is Jonathan Carlton married to into Google, the first result is from famous birthdays. Wow. And it said uh, he married Beth Carlin in the summer of 2015, which is accurate. That is OK. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> if anything, it seems like it seems like that is what the bot should have done. In fact, all of the first uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, results are all accurate and then the fifth one is a youtube video of me and beth getting engaged so <laughs> so um yeah i don't know in i don't know it's it was such a funny wrong answer though and uh beth and i both thought it was really funny and she was like oh you should tweet that at her and so we did this morning and then uh, Brizzy saw it as well and was like, wow, this is hilarious. Definitely check your sources. And she was also impressed by her own resume, according to chat GPT. That's a, okay, that's amazing. <laughs> She's that's like, wow, I'm, I'm really uh, doing well for myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
How awesome. Okay. Well that, yeah. So that, that I think also does go back to the, to the big question though, is, is just sort of like, like if you had like the lesson plan done, for example, and it, you know, it went through and gave you like all these instructions or, or, you know, like uh, the bits of information that you should, you should touch on. It's like, because it's so accurate, like nine out of 10 times, you might get to like one particular detail and it's like, this isn't accurate at all. Right. It doesn't belong here in any way, shape or form. And it's like, right. But you need to be like informed enough to know that. Right. 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 So it's like, uh, eventually I could hear the phrase being said, like, don't believe everything you hear from AI. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Like, you know, like that would, you know, if, if you were just wondering who was the star of Castaway and you just typed that in and it was like Tom Cruise is the star of Castaway, you'd be like, Tom, I knew it was a Tom. I knew it was, knew a, Tom. It was a Tom. Yeah, it was tip of the tongue. Great. Yeah. And like, and then you go on for the rest of your life, like telling people and they're yeah, like, and you're I like, don't think it's no. Tom Cruise. I'm like, no, I asked chat, I asked the AI, it said Tom Cruise. Like, I swear, look, <laughs> and you're like, right, yeah. well, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, I can prove that I asked <clears throat> it and I can prove that, that I was misinformed. Yes. You know, but that's, that's about, that's about the size of it. No, it I is. think, yeah, the whole, uh, we, I was actually having a, a chat with a uh, trainer Gabriel, um, not chat GBT, yeah. um, <laughs> but, but, but chat with Gabriel personal trainer, GPT. Oh, yeah. Did, did, I, did that work? You did it. Yeah, I did Gabriel it. Okay. GPT. Nice. Chat nice. GPT. Yeah. <laughs> so, as I'm chatting, chatting with, with Gabriel, personal trainer, um, real person, actually, just in case that wasn't clear. Yeah. Um, we were having a big conversation about, about this exact thing, sort of like, you know, what, what, what will, what will like the AI do effectively as, as time goes forward right and we were sort of comparing it to like i, I remember like when self-checkout became a thing at grocery stores yeah there was sort of like it, there, there is like you know that conversation of like you know people used to like to do that job that now like the machine is doing so like you know what where do those jobs ultimately end up going and like what right is, like what what happens as like you know as as stuff like that starts to starts to take place so i do think that that will just be like sort of an interesting curiosity as we move further into this world which feels like it's developing just faster than i think i can be comfortable with uh, it does you know? feel like that sometimes it, you're like whoo boy this is just like yeah because yeah like um that was the main thing beth was impressed with, was like how fast and how much information it could just generate and just like what would even be the point of writing papers anymore like it'd be so easy just to go on here and be like can you write me a paper about abraham lincoln you know right and just be like and, and it, it could just shoot it out and you could just like paraphrase it and that would just be it homework done you know right 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 which i which i imagine has like i have uh, yeah the fact that we're already saying it means it's already been done like oh. it feels like this is this has got to be like, oh yeah like one of the first things that people were like well, i'm gonna try that see, yeah yeah see see what it spits out yeah absolutely i mean you know um i was i was trying to apply this to the show today so i did it a bunch i like fed it a bunch of potential segments for the show right to see what it would come back with so ben you want to hear a corny joke from chat gpt 100 laid on all right me. why was the math book so sad why was the math I got nothing. Yeah, I had too many problems. No, <laughs> it sure did. It sure did. Oh, poor thing. Oh, poor math book, you yeah. know. Maybe maybe it can find some It was time. printed that way. <laughs> <laughs> can find some time for therapy sometime. Yeah. Um, someone to solve all those problems. Exactly. But but don't let the librarian see you writing in the book. Yeah. You know. I don't know. You know who's going to solve all those problems? The AI. The probably. AI. Okay, what right. else? Do you, do you have anything else for me from, from the world of AI? Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. Um, 
I got. Uh, I asked it if it could offer me up a strong opinion about a weak thing. Okay. I know. I was like, I wonder if it will understand this prompt. And I would say, for the most part, yes, it did. It did. It okay. did. So it gave me. This was Chat GPT's strong opinion about a weak thing. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? The, this, I had I, no idea what it was going to say. This is a tough. This is a tough ask for AI though, because this is not like opinions are so much more like. Uh, like subtle in yes. nature that like it, this is not like you know who was the main actor where the information just is yeah you know this is like <laughs> this is like you you have to find even for it to be an opinion must mean that like it's walking some type of like I like you know maybe it's not like a known fact one way or the other or maybe it will be so I'm, I'm curious to how, yeah. how did it do I would say I would say that it was a strong opinion um, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a weak thing. I would call it more like a medium thing. Okay, but okay. but like like not not too strong. Not, like okay. maybe more like a strong opinion about like a diet thing. I don't know. Okay, we'll okay. see. Um, right. Let me know what you think. This right, is absolutely. what it came back yep. with. It said, "This is Chat GPT strong opinion about a weak thing with no other prompt." It said, "I strongly believe that using plastic straws is a completely unnecessary and harmful habit that we as a society need to break. While they may seem like a small and insignificant part of our daily lives, plastic straws are a major contributor to environmental pollution and the destruction of marine ecosystem. Every day, millions of plastic straws are discarded after a single use, ending up in landfills or even worse, in our oceans, where they can harm." or kill marine life. And while some may argue that paper and metal straws are a viable alternative, the reality is that the best solution is simply to eliminate straws altogether. <laughs> Drinking Whoa, directly from okay. a cup or using a reusable straw is a simple change that can make a big difference. The bottom line is that we need to start taking responsibility for our actions and making conscious decisions to reduce our impact on the environment. The use of plastic straws may seem like a small and insignificant part of the equation, but every little bit counts when it comes to protecting our planet. So let's ditch the straws and make a positive change for the future of our world. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I know. Okay. So, okay. yeah, there you go. This is, this is, uh, I, I think that's a strong <clears throat> opinion about a strong thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, I think it's important, you know, like obviously plastic being one of those, one of those topics, but um, I still think it's, it's, it's interesting mm -hmm. nonetheless that it was able to like put together that thorough and consistent of an argument. Like, yes, I, I feel like the early days of AI would be um, sort of this like interesting, interesting, like, it was only able to think about what it had said, like maybe for like the last like 30 words. And then like, if it started building a bridge for a conversation that was going in a different direction, all of a sudden the, the conversation would just, just tangent into like spelunking or something right. instead, you know, <laughs> like, and it, and it would, it would like accidentally, uh, I, I used to say that this would always happen with, uh, the app Pandora when I'd be like listening to music I'd be like, Oh, turn on like, you know, 90s hits or something. And it would like give me like a good medley of things. And then I would get like a backstreet boys song, which would lead to like an NSYNC song, which would lead to like 98 degrees song, which would lead to like another backstreet boys song. And it would be like, Within the whole world of 90s music, uh, sort of this like pop boy uh, band, boy band yeah. sound, it, it's like it's a it's a vital part of the medley that I want all of. But like it oftentimes felt like once it found it, this little like echo chamber inside of it, it was like, OK, so we need a song that's similar to Backstreet's Back. And so we'll go with NSYNC, you know, because it's a song similar to that. And then a song similar to NSYNC is going to be something from you know, 98 degrees. And like, right. And it seems like it's like all of a sudden you start bouncing around like a much smaller, like window and you're not inside of the greater nineties era of music. You're inside like this one corner. Of right. It. Exactly. And I, I feel like that's how AI used to behave. But instead this is more like from start to finish, it's sort of like maintaining the same 
stance and position and like relating back to itself in a yeah, way that's it very, feels like very complete thoughts. Very complete thoughts. Yeah. Now the interesting thing about straws in general, I think this is kind of fascinating because I remember um like, you know, in the early days of Facebook, you know, the the social media platform, like people were loving it. It was so much fun. Like you had like your your wall. Oh yeah, you had the could, wall. That somebody could come and like post on and it was it was still like if you wanted to see something like an album that somebody shared, you still had to go to their page on purpose and like yeah I, I can't even tell whether or not this sounds foreign but it means like this would predate like instagram or tiktok or facebook as you know it where right like, you log in and you know that person you went to high school with just had a baby and they just posted their photo shoot session whatever and it's like you didn't ask for that particular piece of their you know their their life but like but there it is you right know, like front page when when you log in um, yeah, like so when you logged into Facebook, Facebook in you know 2006, it brought you to your page. Yes, and that's where you were, and it had a little box for notifications, and it would say, you know, uh, the, the Beth commented on your wall, or you know, um, but if they didn't interact directly with you, you wouldn't have had a notification for that. Right. You know, like you might you'd have had friend requests, or you would have had things that affected you directly. You were tagged in ten photos. You know, whereas like like there was no news feed at all uh, or like timeline or whatever, you know, like now when you log in, you're not brought to your page. You're brought to like a feed of information. Right. And like I, you know, I used to log in and I could tell like how much social interaction I had had based on the notifications there were, you know. Oh, yeah. It'd be like yeah. four notifications. Wow. I got a lot of interaction today. Right. Now it'll, I'll log in and it'll say like 27 notifications. And like part of me is like, man, that's crazy. Right. But then I'll open it up and it'll be like, uh, your uncle liked this photo of your cousin. And it'll be like, I don't care. Like, uh, yeah, I right, don't right, right. need yeah. to know. Like, like, I, that's I not a notification. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that probably what it comes down to is um, we're using fa- like we're so far from using Facebook in the capacity that Facebook is. Uh, I don't even know if this is really all that true or who uses Facebook anymore. And again, I'm, I'm coming up on like a full. Oh, I am. On May 1st, I will be one full year off of social media myself. So I'm maybe not even the best person to speak to this particular thing. But I do know that like with something like that, like if you were if you were like dating in high school or college or something like that, and all of a sudden you saw that like that other guy from your history class commented on your girlfriend's post, including that particular piece of information and someone's notifications might be like. Wait, what? Wait, yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Like, it's like all of a sudden when you look at it through that lens, like when it's our uncle commenting on like our cousin's, you know, photo or whatever, it's like, yeah. okay, like, you know, like, you know, that's not surprising at all. Like, you know, that's their, their son, daughter, whatever, right. um, you know, but, but in different, different stages of life and what it might represent and who your, your uh, collective, you know, uh, Facebook friends are, it might make a very big difference and it might be a really good way to continue to get people to engage in the platform because you're like, well, hang on a second. What was Kevin doing commenting on girl C's post? Right. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see what this is all yeah. about. It's like a very different world where you used to have to log on and it was like, you were start like in, in logging in, you were about to dig a hole and uncover a bunch of information. Cause you might have to go visit 
yeah, this person's page and see what was new on them. And then go visit this person's page and see what was new with them. Or, oh my gosh, this person left a comment here. Okay, what else did they do? Did they comment on all these photos? Let me go check all their photos. You yes. Know? Yep, Whereas like, yep. yeah, now it, was, now, it, now it seems like at some point Facebook was like, well, how about instead of digging for treasure, we just um, put all the treasure at the top because that's what people want, right? Right. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the answer <laughs> is yes, because it works. Yeah. But um, I, you might be wondering, like, Ben, how could this possibly relate to straws in any way, shape, or form? Um, and yes, Ben. How yeah. does it relate to straws? How does it relate to straws? So um, my, my thinking, though, is that once upon, like, one day, Facebook just, like, the, the, and I guarantee, like, they were all sitting at the other end of the computers, and they were like, okay, we've built a whole new thing. We're going to have this news feed. And when people log in, they're going to start seeing a whole bunch of stuff, and everybody's going to feel very exposed all at once. And yeah. that was the exact That's exactly sensation. what it was. Um, yeah. Because you, you went from, like, logging in, seeing, like, you know, you would log in and see your profile picture and your information and your comments and your wall and your pictures and stuff like that. And now, all of a sudden, it was just a free-for-all. You know, it was just sort of, like, every post that any of your friends put up were now all on, like, proud display for right. you to see. And, and it was, like, it was weird because... It wasn't like everything you were doing wasn't public anyway, but it was only public in a sense that someone who went looking for it could find it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, and so, like, even though all of this stuff was still, you know, public facing, and if you went and, like, wanted to scroll through all of my pictures on Facebook to see, like, what I had posted or where I was or what I was up to, you could see those things, but, like, you would still have to think to go to my page first. Yeah. Um, and the thing was, and, and again, why I bring it up is because people were just absolutely outrage yes. like it was like one of these things where it was like the change was so abrupt and it was like it was like whiplash you know people were yeah. like i don't know how to respond to this brand new thing because i feel so much more like vulnerable now like statuses became a thing like you would post like you know like what you up to you know when you would you would like leave your status i mean statuses were a thing before oh, you would just they? leave okay. it on your page and someone would have to come find your status okay gotcha 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 yeah. um <clears throat> But yeah, so like now all of a sudden, like everything was like <gasps> so out there. And I remember that there were like all of these like petition groups like on Facebook petitioning Facebook to go back to the original. And, and people were like sure that it would happen. And, you know, it was like one of these yeah, things like where it was like so unpopular. People right, are like, going to leave. Yeah. And, and the thing was, is that it was like, I, I think and, and this might speak to whether or not like it's it's genius or or something of the people who who did it is like they knew something that like ultimately people would latch on to even if they even if they would reject it at first and so it's like when it comes to this the straws conversation like the thing in my mind is it's and it's like maybe this is my own hot take i'm not sure but like in my mind it's almost like just literally overnight outlaw them like you know just like literally like one day it's like straws are no more you can't you can't use plastic single-use straws anymore like they are just gone and like it's the type of thing where it's like i think i think what would happen is a lot of people would be like what no i want my straws like i go uh like my mother-in-law for example like she uh she really likes the cup that like one particular fast food establishment has and so like you know like part of her like daily ritual is going like getting her cup and i know how much that ritual would be disrupted by the now exclusion of straws yeah, because right. you would also need to uh, either bring your own or not, you know, drink through your typical right. to go right. cup. Well, Ben, you've walked right into my trap here. I oh, no. Say. Did you know I was <coughs> going to do this? I didn't know you were going to do this, but I asked it this and I was like, man, this has a really strong opinion. So I immediately asked ChatGTP if it could offer me up an opinion in favor of straws. <laughs> no way. Did it have yeah. an opinion in Absolute, favor of straws? Uh, it, of course it did, Ben. Okay. And it brought up, you know, it was like, it was <clears throat> its immediate 
the immediate uh, argument it gave in favor of straws, I didn't actually copy and paste this one down, was that that straws, whilst they might have their drawbacks, are way more sanitary because now you're only the only, you're you know your mouth is only ever interacting with the straw itself rather okay. than the cup at large. And you know in a post pandemic world that feels very relevant. That does then there's certainly. some people who absolutely need straws because they're like physically incapable of like lifting and dr- you know drinking the cup. Okay, stuff reasonable. like that. Reasonable. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah. Um, those were the main two points. But <laughs> okay, okay. But, but it was interesting that, like, just immediately it was like, you know, oh, you want, oh, I'm sorry, did you want to be four straws? I can be four straws. Boom. Here you go. Here's a whole lineup of things you could say pro straws. Right, right, right. Yeah. This is the internet at large, though, isn't it? Oh, like, this is yeah, like, exactly like it's like, 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 I can just make you argue with yourself, chat GPD. Right. You know? the, the internet will share your opinion. <clears throat> you just have to find where it is. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, and, and so certainly, you know, <laughs> there are, there are examples, and, and I even feel like the, um, I remember like pre pandemic, the straws were like a, like a big topic. And I remember we had like a big joke in office for a long time about like having like our stainless steel straws and stuff like that. And like, you know, bringing them with us to lunch, remember to bring them and stuff. But, um, it's, it then, and then, you know, the pandemic came about and like, you know, disposable gloves and masks and like all these other things, you know, it was like, it was very, very, very necessary for, the uh the the time period that we were inside of mm-hmm. you know and obviously like i'm not an expert on this in, in this area and like i can't really speak to you know how it all how it all fits together and like the greater the greater picture and stuff like that um so yeah the the sanitation angle i can certainly appreciate that it seems like most of the time when there's a disposable product involved it does feel like uh, or at least related to sanitary applications mm-hmm. it does seem like disposable is sometimes adjacent to that because it is like we want to use it this one time for this one thing and it has not touched anything else right um so i can i can certainly see that but i mean the the big question would, would sort of just be um yeah like how how long would it would it take in my if this is this would be like my my counter how long would it take uh for people to just be like well straws used to be a thing now they're not right yeah you know? like 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 would you would you discover that like like silicone straws would just absolutely explode. Does it, like the same thing? Like you know, I used to always say uh, before leaving my house, it was like keys, wallet, cell phone. You know, and I would do like the triple tap thing to make sure I had all of my all my objects. And then through the pandemic, it was always like keys, wallet, cell phone, mask. You know, and it was like right. I, I was amazed. You just at how, adjusted how, to it. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, <clears throat> it was so quick that it was just sort of like, nope, can't leave the house. I don't have my mask. Like oh, I want to say there's a maybe an example of this. Is it? Um, we have a, a some friends who just unbelievably happened to be going to the same international school as kids and then also met each other as adults. Um, was it in, I want to say it's in Singapore. Singapore. Yeah, yeah, it was in Singapore. Okay. So we had two friends um, who has kids live there. And one of the things they always tell you is that like the, one of the weird things that's outlawed in Singapore is bubble gum. Yes. Like, and yep. it's like, you cannot chew gum there. And the reason is because people litter gum onto the street and right. then it's everywhere and it gets on stuff and it's gross and people don't like, maybe it's not sanitary or whatever. Right. And so it's like, I can't, like, I can't imagine having someone be like, no, you just don't no, chewing gum's not allowed. Like literally not allowed. It is like a violation of the law. And it's like, if you did that in America, it's the same thing. You know, it's like people would be immediately outraged, but then to be like, yeah, but now, now there's no gum and you just move on. You know, <laughs> right, right? right? It's right, like, yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, remember, like the, the people who were chewing gum will be outraged 
for a while. But then there will be a whole generation of people who grew up without gum, and that'll just be that. Right? They won't like, even know. Now they won't even know. It's like back when I was a kid, we used to chew kind of pieces of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> if you swallowed it, it would stay in your stomach for seven years. That's what they said. Great transition, Ben. I know. By the way. I did Boom. it on purpose. I did it on purpose. Oh, uh, that was so good. Total okay. layup. Yep. <laughs> because uh, if you've been listening, actually, it's hilarious that it happened to be gum of all things. I know. Uh, this is what started our. Um, you know, asking random friends for a random topic, which we could discuss on the pop. So, of course, I asked GPT, asked uh, Chat GPT today. Not, not Gabriel, uh, personal trainer, but not instead. Gabriel, personal <laughs> trainer, but right. instead the actual AI bot. Um, could you offer up a random topic for us to discuss on our podcast? And the answer it came up with was like the most popcorn culture sounding topic I've ever heard. Lay it on me. <clears throat> the psychology of superstitions and why people believe in them. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Fascinating. I know. Okay. Okay. So superstitions, uh, like, you know, the, I, I, we've got our, like our list here. So, uh, some of them would be things like beginner's luck, uh, finding a lucky penny, whether or not you would like walk under a ladder, breaking a mirror, seven years of bad luck, uh, black cats, a rabbit's foot. Oh, I do remember those. Um, this is like one of those things that like, I feel like as kids getting a keychain rabbit's foot was like a very, very, very common thing that you might get at like uh it sounds very weird now it's are they still things i don't people still do this i'm looking at it it feels like the sort of thing that could have been like culturally insensitive in a way that i was very unaware of it does like that feels very likely that feels very like i i have no idea that's just me guessing because i don't know about rabbit's feet anymore maybe they just decided to stop selling the um, you know, <laughs> appendages of dead animals. Uh, uh, the fact that you even have to say that is like, <laughs> what like, a ridiculous thing. Well, Ben, they dyed them purple and they were very soft. Well, or, or this is a question like, were they real rabbit's feet, or was this just like a representation oh, okay, of okay. rabbit's feet? Uh, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to settle myself with that belief, but someone can I'm sure someone will email me and be wow. like, no, they were real. No, they uh, were real, or they weren't. I, or they were actually, real. I have I really have no idea. I never okay. had one. Let's well, yeah, okay. So uh, let's see. The other thing is uh, knock on wood. Yeah, and I think this one's particularly interesting because I do do it. I, I yeah, um, that was like I was like, well, most of these are ridiculous, but like, wait, I mean, you should knock on wood. Okay, so so <laughs> this is this is like. Uh, I, I think we we've talked about this exact thing before, but like sometimes I feel like a like a like so like a curse, you know, uh, was was placed upon us where yeah. wherein um, we cannot speak confidently or declare anything about anything for it will immediately backfire. Um, and I, I so often in high school, I, I think we've talked about this on numerous occasions, but it would be like you would like be like like excited like you know like, oh, i look cool today like new t-shirt got like a got one of those like mm-hmm. like uh like you know t-shirts with a little alligator you know on the on the edge there and it's like oh, it looks it looks cool where are my my birkenstocks and my jeans and everything you walk into class and and you know your flies down and you're just like never mind it's like everything's ruined yeah i i felt so strong i felt so strong and yeah. now now i have fallen um and i i feel like this happens to me just time and time and time again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the, just the other day, I think I was I was talking about like, you know, like uh, how how grateful I was. I was like, you know, you know what? I feel like I've had such good luck with my trucks. You know, like they, they have just never broken down. And then it was one of those Hello, things. Oh yeah, like, you said that out loud. That you knock on wood, right? I know. Yeah. I know. Oh my gosh, yeah. So knock yeah. on. Even now that I'm just giving the example, I'm like, I, I should probably just like, <laughs> for safety. Yeah. Right. Because um, it was just like one of those things where I was like, I guarantee my car is going to break down in the next like two weeks. I guarantee it. Yeah. You know, I just had it worked on. It's that classic, like you know, you take it to the dealership and they do all this stuff, and then like two weeks later, it's like. 
hey, why are my brakes off? Yeah, you know? yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, that's suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just yeah. the timing. If thing. you're unfamiliar with the knock on wood superstition, it's basically if you say something bad is going to happen, that is effectively manifesting it. But if you knock on wood that is near, like literally just like knock, like tap, tap, tap on a piece of wood near you, you will effectively have canceled out your jinx. Yes, yes. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite instances of this is that one of Alice's close friends' uh, surname is Wood, and so whenever she says knock on wood, she just knocks on her head. That's uh, hilarious. Like, That's so good. That's pretty good. That's pretty amazing. Um, let's see, what else do we have? <laughs> um, the other one that like Alice, I feel like, has introduced me to in spades uh, is Mercury in Retrograde. Uh, which is like uh, some type of astro uh, astrological, yeah, astro- something like that. Astronomical, astronomical. Yeah, no, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> maybe um, astrology. It's astrology. Okay, uh, hopefully, maybe. Um, but th- this is just basically like whenever like Mercury is in retrograde, it seems like there's always like communication related issues or like your technology won't work well or like there's confusion over like you know what time we were supposed to be at a place or something like that and it's it's so funny because like it's um like like when she first started telling me about it i was like hogwash like this is not a thing right and then like as we've been together like the number of times i like like i have absolutely adopted it where you know like, something i going on i'm like is mercury is it and she'll look it up and she'll be like it is and i'm like I knew it. <laughs> um, but so anyway, the, the question I think is the psychology of superstitions and why people believe in them. Um, sometimes I think that there is great comfort in having some type of uh, like when something bad happens, when you've jinxed yourself and your car breaks down and you're like, I, I jinxed it. I knew it. Yeah. You know, it's like it gives you somewhere to direct your emotional energy i i think it's like, like this, yeah it's a way to like relieve your anxiety yes it's like oh did it's but it also like speaks to like a greater unsureness about like the rules of the universe uh-huh. at the same time yes where it's just like you know what it's like there's no reason that saying out loud oh man i've never had my car break down would cause your car to break down right like, there's no like there's no reason that should work but it just it like you can watch that this is a uh, this is a phenomenon you can um observe watching football a lot okay. of times wherein um the one team will be doing great and the commentators will basically just say something like as long as they don't miss the snap here they're probably going to win this game and then like sure enough right sure enough they will have manifested that into existence and it's just like it's like literally called like the commentator's curse like where they will they will suggest the bad outcome and then it will happen like like magic it's or like we something. were just saying it we were here it is yeah 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 um, so this stuff like that is like, you know, it's like you, there's no reason that the commentator saying that should have affected anything at all. And yet it seems like it did. It seems like it did. And it seems like you can watch it happen a lot. Right. And you're like, there's no reason for that. Is there like, like you're, you're pretty sure about most superstitions that like, there's no, this has no effect on anything, but like maybe, but like, but maybe. like, but like, is there any harm? Is there any harm in just knocking on wood? Cause it makes me feel better because 
because maybe <laughs> I know I know this is this is always one of those things where it's like it's like what what if what if life ultimately just ends up being this like this like grand scale game as to whether or not like you know and there's and there are there are commentators there are viewers like you're inside yeah. of like a you're inside of like the coliseum of life and yeah. all of the people who have already played the game are part of the audience and they're all just sitting there wondering if you are going to figure out oh I know like life's mysteries there if it, like so they're literally looking down on me right now sitting in my chair talking in my podcast microphone and they're like he's got it he's got it he's got it it. he's almost found the door it's amazing right yeah they're like (laughs) you know you're up there they're like yeah oh they figured out the ladders they they shouldn't walk under those that causes bad things to happen they know that now that's i don't know how they figured out they figure you think you think that we hide these so well how do uh, when they got knocking on wood i couldn't believe that like tap tap nearby wood three times undo a jinx that's unbelievable how did they figure it out but they're doing it right 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 yeah even the fact yeah. you said three times it's yeah. sort of like it's almost like how much does that now like like lodge into your knock on wood uh like like mythology where you're like you're like oh it needs to be three times it's oh like, you oh, know that's absolutely part of mine it has to be three. it has to be three yeah, okay it can't be okay. two it can't be four right right so you, you're yeah. not just like Oh, and Ben, that didn't do anything. That was that was a single knock. <laughs> you just touched wood. <laughs> you just it's not knocking until you've done it more than once. <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. Oh my god. No, these things work. Yeah. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. No. I, yeah. So this this goes back to my my constant like Truman Show thing, where it's like it's like there's a part of me that's always like every time I feel like I'm getting close to realizing it's true, all of the actors in my life are sort of like hey, he's kind of like catching on. So like you gotta mm-hmm. like like really deter him, discourage him as much as possible. Yeah. You know, so like now, now's your cue to be like Ben. You're not on the Truman Show, no, and it's like, it's, not, like it's like it's like okay, okay, gosh, on the Truman Yeah, show. but you're part of it. But you're part of it. How can yeah, I trust you? Exactly. <laughs> How can you trust me? These are these are my trust issues yeah, that right. I have with exactly. everyone in my life. It's you're a paid actor. To you're be a paid here. Actor. <laughs> <laughs> like when when I fall asleep at night, do you like get to like press pause and like you guys like I actually sleep for like like 25 hours at a time and you get to go home and like live your regular life and oh my gosh that'd be know. so weird wouldn't that be wild well let me tell you what's confirmation that that's not happening is that I don't feel like I've gotten a full night of sleep for like over a week yeah so yeah that's yeah. A, that's a rough one oh that's my gosh one. yeah it's, it's like the odds of like one child being upset in the night at some point when you have three kids like. On any given night, one of them's pretty likely like to make it through the night. But for all three of them on that same night to make it all the way through, uh, and I say this, it's mostly Nick. Yeah, it's mostly oh, Nick. Poor yeah. Nick. Poor, I, mean, I, I, I like to think that it's now like like 15 years later and, and Nick is like uh, power listening to the pop. Yeah, and he's for now sure. like, oh man. Like it was me. It was me. It was, it's like, it's not really your fault. I understand. You know, you wake up, you're upset. It's totally fine. Um, but maybe, maybe he'll send you a telekinesis. Yeah. Which is, which is what I'm assuming we'll, we will refer to texts as by then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you get a TK? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to the massive advancements by, by AI. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's yeah, that's. Oh, I'm sorry that you're not getting not getting good sleep. That's always. The I worst mean, it's thing. okay. I mean, he's just like a little bit sick, and you know, we took him to the doctor, and they're like, "Yeah, he's just sick," and you're like, "Great, glad we came. Cool." Th- this is. I, I think it's actually starting to be a thing though, because our entire family, so me, you, and our younger brother Tyler, and our parents, all continue to live in the Roanoke area, which yeah. means it's not uncommon that we can like all get together on Sunday night to like do like a family dinner or something like yeah. that. And <laughs> I think now there are 15 of us total across like you know marriages and all. The, yeah. the kids uh which me i feel like what it is absolutely come down to is that statistically someone will be sick every single time yeah i mean like, yeah right it's like, like to get everybody in the same room at the same time and being healthy it's like 
Mm. No, that that's happen. a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot to ask for. One apparently, in fi- one in fifteen <clears throat> people are sick. Yeah, <laughs> not not scientifically proven. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, transition. Transition. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by June's Journey. Okay, so y'all know how we love a good Easter egg in a movie. It's like the creators are just winking at you from the screen, being like, hey, if you know, you know. Well, to spot these, I often feel like my eyes are on just maximum alert, scanning every little nook and cranny of every scene. But I've got to tell you that June's Journey takes this concept to a whole new level. With a murder mystery backstory, you enter room after room and are tasked with quickly locating specific objects to progress through the story. And let me tell you what, I assumed I'd be good at this, but I must have played the estate parlor room like 10 times trying to clear it faster. Then there's this whole like customization aspect where you can build out your island as you earn points. It starts as like a beautiful estate, then you can add gardens, fountains, walking paths, and so much more. So find out who murdered June's sister and get lost in the roaring 20s and discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Popcorn Culture is supported by Shopify. If you've ever purchased a candle, coffee, tea, or t-shirt from us, then you've actually interacted with our own Shopify store. Now, in case that's not clear exactly what that means, allow me to explain. Coming up with great merch can be a challenge, and figuring out where and how to sell that merch used to feel like just as difficult, until we found Shopify. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. You can sell without needing to code or design, just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop in no time. Long before I ever uploaded my first video to YouTube, I tried opening an online store for a past business selling aquarium stuff, as you know I did in a past life, and what I came up with was so complicated. It was the major blockade to creating merch for us for the longest time. That's where Shopify's standout feature must be its user-friendly interface and flexibility. It empowers users, regardless of technical expertise, to create and customize their online stores easily. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Marvel Strike Force. Okay, so are you guys like me? Like where you watch the Avengers, you're like, wow, Nick Fury has no idea how to assemble a team. I would make so many changes. Well, with Marvel Strike Force, you can do just that. Because this game is all about engaging in epic battles, strategically assembling your team of heroes and villains to stop the evil Ultimus. But it is really not just about the battles. I mean, Marvel Strike Force offers an immersive storyline, stunning graphics, and a vast roster of characters to collect an upgrade from Spider-Man to Captain America, Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom to Black Panther, the entire Marvel Universe is yours to explore. So seriously, it doesn't even matter if you're a hardcore Marvel fan or not, or whether you're just looking for like an action-packed RPG experience, download Marvel Strike Force now on the App Store or Google Play Store and join millions of players worldwide and unleash the power of the Marvel Universe on your mobile device. Plus, this is kind of the cool thing and maybe why you want to do it like right now is because the 
Deadpool anniversary event is going on right now. So there's like weekly events and bonuses. And if you complete each event, you receive special awards and skins and all that fun, cool cosmetic upgrade stuff. And, and we have a unique promo code for every new user. So please follow the link in our description. That's how they know you came from us and use the promo code MAXPOOL. And once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. Okay, Jay, so I am getting dangerously close to marathon time. Yeah. Uh, yes, I am. And so this past weekend, we had uh, our 20-mile run. It's far. It's far. It's and, far. And I don't know whether or not this would be surprising to know, but so a marathon is 26.2 miles. And uh, it, at least a lot of the conventional wisdom that I have seen basically suggests that you can pretty much cap your long run at 20 or 22 miles. Like it is not necessary to train for a marathon by running a full marathon. And yeah. Like by the time you get to 20 or 22, your body is capable of doing the 26. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And it's, it has been really, uh, really kind of mind blowing for me because like, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about like our years uh, in high school is like cross country runners and, you know, doing track and just like even post college, I think I've run three half marathons before. Um, so like, you know, I've done a lot of running in my life and it, it it's sort of wild that like each of these training runs that I'm going on is now the longest run I've ever done. Right. That's, that's crazy. Yes. So it's like, it's like week in week out. I keep finding myself doing like, it's like, wow, this is like, this is a new milestone. Uh, and it was literally, literally. Yeah. Milestone. Um, and as we were, as we were approaching 20, we sort of had this, like, it, it, I feel like it really became very elusive and very nerve wracking because we were actually supposed to do it not just this past weekend, but the weekend prior uh, when you were actually down at the um, Charlotte Regionals for Pokemon. Yes. And I was actually in, in Charlotte as well to see you guys compete at the Regionals, you and Big Steve, uh, as well as going to see Alice's sister who lives in the area. Um, and so like we kind of like we were we were barreling at it. We were all doing good. Like week in, week out, we were like checking all the boxes and everything. We get to that weekend and like everyone's out of town. Uh, our friend, our you know, uh, brother-in-law Mike has like his new um, catering business and he had like a gig that he had like booked for that day. So like all of us are kind of like for different reasons, like we can't do the 20 this weekend. Should we push it a week? And like, you know, we'll just do like a different run instead. Right. And so it was like one of these things where like we were approaching it. I was so nervous about it. And then it got lobbed into the future. And then we were doing like this, this trip away. And I basically just didn't get my run in that weekend at all. Right. You know, so like I had gone from like a long run to a complete week off where I was supposed to do my 20 to basically like then coming into the next week where it was like, okay, now, now I've got to do this big thing and I missed a week and it's the longest I'll have ever run. And I'm, I'm kind of freaking out about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember that like, um, and yeah, and anytime you're about to go on the next longest run of your life, it feels like, oh, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And, um, so, you know, like the the thing that's like encouraging me above all else is that through our Patreon right now, we have like a, a step competition that's going on. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> we've done, I think this is the fourth one maybe that we've done before, but it's a month long thing. And, you you know, if you're a member of like the Discord, then you're basically just like open invitation to come and participate. Uh, they've been super fun in the past and always very motivational. And I feel like it absolutely came in clutch because all I kept thinking was like, I am so scared of this 20 mile run. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know if I can do it. 
It got pushed and it was supposed to be now like two weeks later than it was supposed to be on a Saturday morning. And then this massive windstorm is rolling into Roanoke and we're like, I don't think we can do it on Saturday. Like we're like, there's risk of like a tree falling on us, like on the greenway. Right. You know, this is like historic, you know, like level winds and stuff. Yeah, They're like saying like, don't drive your car on the interstate because it could blow you over a lane or something. Yes, exactly. So it was like, oh my gosh. So it it finally got pushed off till this like Sunday. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to like configure everything. We're trying to get out there. Like, you know, we, we finally get to the parking lot. I even feel like we stalled for like, 15 minutes yeah, before like, we like started the run we're like maybe something will happen and we won't have to do it right i know yeah it's, yeah. Like, it's like maybe maybe we won't have to do it yeah so then we you know we start we start you know booking our booking our way out there and everything and our entire greenway is not even 10 miles long so for the the purposes of like an out and back like we we literally couldn't even go all the way to one end and just turn around exactly yeah. so like we got to like one end and we had to like run around this like giant parking lot like a bunch of times to like get like our last like few tenths of a mile in so that we could turn back and have 10 miles left you know on the other end and i mean it's you know it's been something it's been something through it because uh like we were we were like at mile i think 14 15 we were we're all kind of fading you know and we're or at this point in time we're just like it's five and a half miles away from the car. There's like nothing, nothing that we can do to, to get us there any faster. Yeah. You know, it's like, you just got to keep trudging. And, uh, we, we kind of like come around this corner to where blue cow ice cream is. And in the parking lot is Alice. And she's like, go guys, go. She'd like been tracking me. Cause like, she's like, right. Yeah. Like, find my friends. So she had found us on the run and had these big bags of candy for us. So she like runs down, hands us our candy and like, we were like off to the races. I was like, oh that's my gosh, awesome. This is amazing. I was yeah. like such a morale boost. I could not believe it. I was like, I ate like four Sour Patch Kids and I was like, I got it. I could run forever. I know. I yeah. know. So I, I was like, so we, we finally we finally got to the end of it, made it back to the parking lot. All was well. And I was like, boom. Okay. So now, now we're, we just taper. So next weekend we'll do 10 miles. The weekend after that we'll do seven. And the weekend after that is race day in Race Nashville. day. And I'm like. It, this has been such a huge hurdle for the past like four months. And I'm like, we're here, like we're doing it. And and I, I feel like this is like the first time the whole time that I've actually felt confident. It's like, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. You're going to go. We're going to do this thing. Yeah. Going to gonna somehow manage to muster down something like 50,000 steps in one day. Woo, yeah, I know. I, I remember, yeah, when Beth did her marathon in uh, Chicago last year, yeah, her, her step count was through the roof. Yes, yeah. yes. And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but we cap our steps daily at 30,000. So there, there's, yeah. a, there's a small part of me that's like quietly bummed. I'm like, oh, when you uh, count all my steps. Whoops. Yep. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, it'll still be worth it, though. And I'll, if you want to check out our step competition, you can do so at patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Dude. Uh, yeah, on on the note of the step competition, I feel like I first of all I love it whenever we do these. It's like so fun. It's super. I think cool. it's a blast. But like part of me, like uh, I've uh, as ever. So it started, and I was like, all right, got to get my walking treadmill going again. Make sure I bring my, my my walking shoes to the office. Make sure I'm wearing appropriate shorts. Because let me tell you, some days if you like if you're not wearing the right clothes and you're just wearing jeans or something like throw down 11,000 steps in jeans that's pretty uncomfortable after a while it absolutely is yeah. yeah you don't realize how much you sweat while you're uh while you're just walking it feels so passive right yeah it adds up it adds up but like what i have noticed especially this time that i'm like i'm not even sure if i could like like if i'm concerned or not but like or if i'm bothered by it but like it almost bothers me how effective the idea that 
it's a competition for steps like motivates me to walk uh, like because there's not even like a prize involved there's nothing to be said except like your place on the leaderboard or whatever and right. it's like the like the the amount it motivates me is like startling to me like as if like am i so easy to manipulate like you introduce like the lightest bit of competition into this and i am like let's go right right, you right, know? right. yeah it's like it's literally the case that it's like it is a, a strictly participation based thing uh like where the idea is just to like do it together but you're you're absolutely correct where it's like how much how much effort are you willing to put into something uh, like, or how much can it get you to put effort into something just for the purposes of, of being like a part of something? Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, but no, you're right. Like, I mean, it's, it really is. It's amazing to me. And like, you know, it's the type of thing like where, uh, like sometimes, you know, you'll get, you'll, you'll get to like the end of the day or like, you know, I'll put, I'll put Addy down at the end of the night or whatever. And you know, you're kind of like, you're kind of beat, you know, I kind of like, like woke up, went to the, went to the gym, had work all day, you know, did all these you know, like whatever's, uh, you know, got home, took care of a child for a little while. And, and like, you know, it's like, like you just want to like go sit on the couch and, and basically do nothing at that point in time. Uh, and instead it's like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put Addy down and be like, I'm going to take the dogs for a walk. Yeah. If you need me, you know, like, you like, getting some steps in yeah, here. I'm going to go, I'm going to go knock it out of the park. So it's like, there's nothing I think that like impacts my, like my every day of my life more than these step competitions do, because it's like, I'm just kind of thinking about it always i know even yeah. in the even in the morning like you know i take my watch off at night to sleep and uh like you know a lot of times you get up in the morning and it like i it may depend on like whether or not it's like after i've showered that i've like put like my my fitbit back on right uh but i feel like during the step competitions it's like i'm not getting out of bed <laughs> yeah I, yeah i'm like wait so. a minute let me turn around and put my phone in my pocket because i need to get those steps right right, yeah. right 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 yeah i've got to make gotta make sure we're, we're logging each and every single one of those right get that full credit so mm-hmm. no it's a lot of fun though it's a lot of fun uh i will say though that i like just absolutely hats off to the, there are some people in the competition who will throw down 30 steps every day 30,000 30,000 steps every day uh I did 40,000 over the weekend for my 20 mile run and I was like I do not know how people are doing this because it is so absolutely impressive I mean that's like 15 miles a day it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot yes yes it is so anyway uh yeah big big step in time big step in time good fun to be had it'll motivate you what bothers me is that like after the competition ends like normally the entire time i'll have so much fun like doing the walking right like having the treadmill out but afterwards i'll be like maybe i can just sit for this like it is it is crazy to me the drop-off effect the drop-off yes exactly the drop-off effect where it's like i was having so much fun doing this exact thing two days ago but now the competition's over it's like I'm not doing it as well. But like at the same, like, like why is it so much, why am I so less motivated just to continue the walking post competition? See, this is the thing though. Like, I feel like I have this, this phenomenon with like a lot of activities that I want to do. Like a lot of times I think it's not fun for me to do it by myself and it's like, it's like the problem is it's like, if I'm the only one doing it, then like, you know, like what's the, like, this is my own personal struggle, but it's like, well, like what's the, what's the point if I'm the only one doing it? Like we've, we've, we've talked here just recently about the prospect of potentially going in and swinging some golf clubs around and yeah. seeing what we can't do with those. Uh, and because that's never really been something that we've ever like super engaged in. And the thing is, if I had like pitched it to all my friends and, or, you know, like, or you and nobody wanted to do it then like i don't think i would just go and do it on my own it's like the only thing that gives it meaning is like 
doing it with someone right like building those building like those. you're just you're not like personally interested in being good at golf no not really yeah right. it's like what i'm personally interested in doing is is like having that central activity like the central hub the reason to go and like spend time with one another and i i think that this is like something that our parents are like case in point of maybe or like maybe it was just like the environment we grew up in but like forever and ever and ever mom and dad have like gone uh like hiking running biking swimming like triathlons like they've they've always had these like shared hobbies that they use to like orientate like all of their uh, like all of their travel plans and everything. Like even as kids, like everywhere we went, it was always like, oh, there's a 10K. Right. And it was like, how is there always a 10K that mm-hmm. we have to go and do, mom and dad? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like they they just did it. So like when Alice and I, you know, got uh, started dating, I feel like one of the big things I was like, so like, what's our hobby going to be? Like, what are we going to do together? Like, you know, we should, we, we should find a new hobby, right? And I yeah. think she was just always like, no, I don't <laughs> want, I do not want to en- engage in some type of new hobby. And I think it's so interesting because it's just, it's just different perspectives because from her standpoint, she was like, well, I don't, I don't want to get like really good at bowling. I have no interest in that and it's like well i also for what's worth i don't have any interest in getting good at bowling but like it, it like then we have somewhere to go and they sell beer <laughs> right yeah yeah exactly it's like, it's like you know now it's like what we're really doing is like going and hanging out it gives us like a way to hang out with each other uh um, yeah so i don't ever feel like that was like like my perception was never that like that was the motivating force behind like mom and dad though like this is something like oh we should get into running because it's something we can do together right you know right like and i've thought yeah mom mom has been like a self-proclaimed like endurance junkie before like yeah like i think she really likes and she does go off both with her friends and in solo like to do a lot of exercise and such on her own as does dad you know yeah like, I mean, they would they would both go like you know dad on his dinner break i think uh like very regularly like brings his bike so he can go for like a 20 mile bike ride during his dinner break yeah um in case you want to know why we like doing fitness type things i feel like that was probably pretty <laughs> telling <laughs> um but no so that's a good point like i think that they probably had their own their own personal enjoyment but maybe what i gleamed from it or or like what stood out to me was was more the the ability to spend that time together Mm -hmm. possibly but i mean i don't know yeah i'm just i'm just curious i'm just trying to find an explanation as to like why what where your drop off comes from for yeah i don't know it it is weird with the stepping in particular because like not only do i like enjoy the competition but typically after one of these months like i feel like i am just physically in much better shape oh yeah you know like it's like you do like you know look a little better and stuff like that but like but with other hobbies or like interests like i will remain steadfast like forever you know true yeah you know true. this is we, we have definitely talked about yeah like you know, discovering like pokemon cards at age 11 and yeah. now at age 35 yeah uh like played it yesterday played it this Play, morning played it this morning yeah, yeah i guess i mean it's not like i guess i've been it's like i guess the overall interest in pokemon has been there right true, whereas true, maybe true. the the pokemon cards has been more like a last three four year sort of thing sure 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 yeah that's a good yeah, point. yeah yeah but um, but that is true. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, we've, we've definitely seen, I think it's, it's, you know, uh, translated a lot into like what we do now, like with the super Carlin brothers YouTube channel, because like all these childhood interests have just maintained. And it's like, we basically just get to bring a lot of the joy that we experienced as kids to, you know, to either, whether it's like trying to stir, stir nostalgia for people in the modern day, uh, or even just again, finding ways to like, you know, relate to other people because we both share this interest in the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, one way or another, I think that's, that's a fair bit of what's 
fair bit of what's happening. But yeah, that, that is that is curious. Like, uh, do do you think at all like you're getting to put your like strategizing mind to work through through something like the step comp where it's like, you know, while we're writing a script, uh, like you know, it's like I could probably throw down four thousand steps while I'm typing here. Right. You know, it's like it's like two two for the price of right, one. Right. It's like two for the price of one or something. It's like because because it's being recorded in a public way, it feels like you're accomplishing something right as opposed to like but like not that you're not accomplishing something like sometimes i will like um like the thing i use to track my steps is my phone so sometimes i'll realize that at some point whilst doing work at the desk or something i'll take my phone out to check something and then i'll just like you know absentmindedly put it on the table and i won't notice for like five minutes and it'll be like oh no like Like i just just lost five minutes of steps and it's like when like I lost five minutes of tracking the steps. Like, right. obviously, your body still received those steps. Yes, you know. <laughs> well, so okay, so let me let me take your your uh, your your sort of observation here and extract it a little bit because I have been curious about this exact same thing when it comes to traveling. Uh, and, and specifically sort of like the idea of traveling and then posting the picture of your travels to social media with the sentiment basically being like, you know, uh, somebody travels to Santorini, which is like that town in Greece where all the roofs are blue. Yeah. Uh, like the buildings are white and roofs are blue. You've probably seen it somewhere. Um, but it's like one of those things where I feel like just just being there, just having the photo almost ensures like going having traveled there and then like posting it will like like people will be like whoa they made it to to that place like that's so cool that deserves a like you know and then it's like maybe if i travel to somewhere like that then like i can post the same picture and it will also get that like right or, or whatever and so i you know i think when I, like when i did step away from social media this was like one of those questions where it was like have i ever been taking a picture or trying to do a thing because i wanted the photographic evidence that I was there and then almost taking that step back and being like, did I want to travel here or did I want the photo that proved I've been here? Right. Did and, I want the social media interaction? Right. Yeah. And, and so like the question sort of does become a little bit of that, like, you know, then, then you might like be like, okay, why did I want to come to Greece? You know, it's like, oh, the food, the food would be cool. And then it's like, do you then like realize like, like, Maybe I wanted to come here for a different reason, but now that I'm here, let me embrace it for like a more true version or or something. Um, I don't know if that would even be like be applicable at all, but like it's just something I've I've kind of observed or or you know seen throughout the years is is very frequently it's the um, you you even see it in front of like the the castle at Magic Kingdom like somebody will hold their phone out and they'll be like you know taking a picture like they'll have somebody taking a picture for them and they'll look like they're having so much fun and then the second the picture is taken it's like smiles gone and like the phone's out and it's just sort of like you're like looking and like scrolling through all of them to like figure out which one like best showcases you having a good time right at the place and it's like but i'm watching you right now and it doesn't look like you're having a good time at the place i yeah yeah it's like it's so weird because like yeah you need the the post the the picture will look like a certain kind of happiness like oh my god i'm here but like what's weird is that like you're right. Like people will take it down and they'll immediately die from their phone. Blah, 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 blah. But it's like the weird thing is, even though they're not like smiling and like enjoying the park, like they are still enjoying themselves it, like by posting the picture, right. even though the picture looks like a different kind of enjoyment. Right. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's 
I don't know. It's it's a really interesting one, but it's I, I think that as time has gone on, it's made me very interested in like like candids because I do feel like if you can like if you can snag that like authentic yeah moment of somebody oh, just candids are always better always yeah. better yeah yeah so I feel like I feel like um I I did it a little bit last year I think it was during seventy five hard possibly it was uh joining with like kind of doing the vlog but also like. I um I like wasn't part of 75 hard was like you don't like drink alcohol the whole time so I feel like I went to a couple of like family events and stuff like that where I didn't have anything and so instead I was like well I'll just go like walk around and take pictures and I was really enjoying like trying to like find these like little moments of like you know like you picking up Luke or like dad holding Olivia or something mm-hmm. like that and it's like oh these are cool these are cool this is fun <laughs> so maybe, maybe maybe that's like a like just a, a little bit of like an observation to, to to digest however you see fit like I have absolutely no issue of you know if you you're like super stoked to go and like travel somewhere to like take the picture to like share the thing. That's great. The thing I would encourage you to, to also do along the way is, is sort of like ask yourself like the, like, you know, how can I enjoy this? Like to its fullest or is this how I'm enjoying it to its fullest? Sometimes I think this exact thing is like what makes it difficult for me to like want to travel to places because I feel like I like don't want to just go do something because like just because like it's a tourist attraction or something and it's like i I don't like something about it makes me feel like oh that'd be like so basic or something (laughs) you know like i don't want to be just like some like person but then but then the end result is you don't do anything which is ultimately even less interesting and it's like this weird cycle going on and it's like that also sounds stupid because like i've been to disney world like and you know six times in the past two years sure (laughs) sure. oh yeah that's not basic or anything or you know not that there's anything basic about any of these things this is just like the internal struggle i feel like that happens in my mind like not wanting to go somewhere because i felt like manipulated into going there or something yeah no it's it's very interesting i think as an outsider so similarly like last week i gave my whole saga about like the budapest tattoo idea or whatever and i had one of my friends listen to the episode and he was just like you are giving me anxiety just talking about this because you've like you've so like this is you know like what what his feedback was like you've just so overthought it at this point in time like you just need to like go and 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 like do it and it's so difficult because it's like inside of my own head i feel like i I, i'm exactly like what you're talking about right Mm -hmm. now traveling like i have like i have all of these things that like i'm i'm like trying to like deal with like all these like you know things i'm trying to like qualify along the way or justify along the way or like figure out like like oh like you know i can't just do it because it'll look cool like it needs to like mean you know like something as well and so like from an outsider looking in on on like you talking about this yeah like there is that part of me that's like i would love for you to just like almost like throw a dart at a globe and just go right um, which I feel like is also the sentiment that people have expressed to me, which is like, just go to a studio and pick something you like and just right. start. Um, so, but it's funny that they're, that like, they're very different things, but that like, we both sort of have this like, like hang up on, on trying to like pursue something that like we would be like excited right. for or about. Yeah. So, um, but no, that, that is, that is very interesting. Uh, and I, I, for what it's worth, my personal thinking would be like, I would be willing to bet that you would love going to like japan or tokyo yeah like, but say this is already, this is already part of the problem like now it, you're just telling me where to go like i don't want to go you know it's like, like, okay, it's right, like right. i don't want someone to have found it for me gotcha, you know gotcha, like gotcha. i want to have discovered it but it's like like obviously people are, I, but then it's like the only way to discover things is by going and doing it you know it's not gonna like you're not gonna wander into it i don't know like, like on yeah. your own. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. No, that's a, that's a that's it's a good point. And and honestly, like that is the um that that is the 
the same sentiment with like the tattoo where it's like, you know, you can find like people are like, just find an artist you like, or like, go you know, find like a studio or like a style or something. And it's like, well, if I found the picture of it online, then obviously I can't do it because the picture's already online. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like someone's already, someone's done, already it. done it. So I can't have like the same, you know, like the same thing. <clears throat> yeah. People um, will, people will know I have that guy's tattoo. Right, yeah. That's yeah. Why, wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have mm-hmm. BuzzFeed list number seventeen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wow, embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. So I, I understand where you're coming from. I do. I do get it, even though I'm having a, a different a different problem with it. So, right. Yeah. Uh, well, in that case, I will not recommend anything else out of fear of of crossing things off your list. No, it's okay. I mean, ha- hashtag be supportive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe. Last thing. Last thing. Last okay. thing that, yeah. that we got because I feel like we've 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 meandered left, right, and center, and yeah. it feels like the perfect opportunity to bring up a word of the day a word of the day possible top 10 word okay uh, this was submitted by dola and uh dola suge- said that she thought that this was a good descriptor of the pop and i feel like with today's episode it is absolutely i feel like nail clean on the head mm-hmm. clean on the head so the word is called codywomple c-o-d-d-i c-o-d-d-i-w O-M-P-L-E, Cottywomple, which means to travel in a purposeful manner towards a vague destination. Oh, that is, that, is a very good description of this show. Is that not what we do We're all day, just a bunch day? of Cottywomplers. We're, yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I feel like a great t-shirt would just literally be, I Cottywomple. I Cottywomple. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great t-shirt because people will think it means very different things. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It's like a, I feel like it's a treasure map where instead of an X marks the spot, it's just like a dashed line that goes to a question mark. Right, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, I think this is right. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just going to go, I'm going to Cottywomple my way out of the end of this episode. Yeah, just going to Cottywomple right out of this, uh, right out of this uh, podcast. There you go. So I didn't intend for, for us to have basically like a 15 minute promotion for the uh the step competition but we did we did end up kind of having one accidentally um so if you would like to check it out you can still join at any point in time during the month and we do do these pretty regularly throughout the warm months of the year um so if you would like to check out our uh our discord server which comes with the five dollar tier over on patreon it's patreon.com slash popcorn culture you'll also gain access to after the final pop uh which is just uh like an extra 15 to 20 minutes of jay and i talking after each week's episode whether it's about something we talked about in the main episode uh, or just something we didn't get to at all. Um, In addition, it is officially the second quarter uh, of the year because we are now officially in April, which means that we can announce our second piece of quarterly merch for the year. And I'm so, I'm so jazzed for this one uh, or buzz. I'm buzzing. You're buzzed. I'm buzzing. Uh, I feel like you were, I think jazz, you, you know, we all, we all know. There's yeah, a little Freudian know, slip I, over I, there. I, a little Freudian slip. That's yeah. okay. It's good. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, what we're going to be doing for Q2 merch. And the good news is, is that like with a lot of the things that we've made for, for the quarterly merch, sometimes it requires, like creating entirely new custom designs and like getting them made or fabricated or something of the sort. The lead times end up being forever. These are already in production. We literally submitted the order already. So uh, this will be the first time ever that there is actually a a capped limit where we can potentially sell out because we did need to predict uh, like what how many we need to make. How many we need to make. Uh, It is going to be a mint colored Deneen coffee mug yes um and if you've ever seen us do like the animal mugs uh for carlin brothers coffee at the end of the years uh this is going to be made by the same people uh Deneen pottery they are literally individually 
hand-thrown mugs, uh, which means that like every single one of them is made by hand. Uh, the color again is going to be like this, like like a mint color to the the mug itself it will have the popcorn culture logo uh like sort of like clay enameled right there onto the front of it yes uh the the mock-ups that we've seen of them look absolutely gorgeous i am so excited for uh to to get a picture of one that has been like fire kilned yeah you know it's gonna be so cool uh that is available at our quarterly merch tier uh at patreon.com slash popcorn culture so be sure to go and check that out otherwise if you have any feedback for the show whatsoever be sure to send it to popcornculturepod at gmail.com and otherwise, until next time, pop, pop. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great. But having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0.